Um, let's talk about you reading porn. So you've taken up reading. Welcome back to the pod. Welcome to Well Till Nine. Welcome to episode 101. Welcome to National Girlfriend Day, where I have yet to be wished a happy National Girlfriend Day. Every day is National Girlfriend Day hmm. when I'm with you. Hmm. Which is why I bought you flowers no. yesterday. Oh, bitch. That, that was yesterday. That was yesterday. Right. Also, if if that just was like, if that I, was just every day, I feel like the bouquet should be bigger today for National Girlfriend Day. See, I don't look at the ways that I could out of the ordinary treat you special mm. when I think about always on how special you are. This sounds like a boyfriend who forgot that it was National Girlfriend Day. To forget, I would have had to have known. <laughs> to be fair, I um, have seen more posts from girlfriends today telling their boyfriends that it's National Girlfriend Day than boyfriends saying happy National Girlfriend Day to their girlfriend. And realistically, the boyfriends who have said that are probably pressured by their girlfriends who have been mad at them for not posting about National Girlfriend Day. Our, um, <laughs> our gift to each other was uh -huh. yesterday doing a big old number on the fucking garage. Oh my God. And you know what? It brings me so much joy. Every yeah. time I open up the door to the garage, I, like I just am over, like, you know, some people, some people are excited about, you know, good weather or whatever it was today that made their day good. Today, it was the clean garage. I, and this is, and this is 28. I, I think that there are very few things that couples can't overcome, you mm -hmm. know, like with the other mm -hmm. person. One of them without question is levels of oh. disorganization. Yes. It's not levels of organization. It's levels no. of disorganization. Yeah. yeah, yeah, We are pretty good about doing the, it's, it's always in threes. It's um, getting messy, mm -hmm. messy, uh -huh. just been cleaned. Spotless, right, yeah. exactly. Literally, bam, you, bam, Jeremy bam. said something the other day and you were like, oh, I, I want the gold to just be nothing on the floor. And without context, I was like, oh, uh, I'm sorry, have you seen our bedroom? Have you seen either of our sides of the closet? Have you seen either of our sides of the bed? Cause we both have this habit of like, when we get into bed, we just immediately rip clothes off and they then are directly mm -hmm. next to the bed. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I want to be very clear, this is, mm -hmm. that was not sexual in any way, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, and so anyways, yeah. in that moment, where I thought that you wanted to not have clothing or anything on the ground ever for the rest of time in our relationship. I, I was like, why? We're breaking up. We're breaking was up. It. You know, it, was, it was a good run. Yeah. No, I am. I think it's like essential. You have to be in the same level of mess. Yes. hundred percent. Yeah. I think 100%. someone can be cleaner than you as long as your threshold for what's not acceptable yes. is the same. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and I was just pretty fucking close. It's, it's super close. No, we got, we got really lucky because but I if feel one like- one person was going to have a, a higher threshold, who would it be? A higher threshold of what? Filth, a disorganization, unkemptness. Mm. It's me, it's me. It's without question me. Wait, so you're saying that you- I need things slightly more organized than you. Yes, okay, yes, I agree with that. But I also think that your things get more unorganized. Like I think that you are two extremes. I think your explosion or really, really clean. Because I think that I kind of struggle just like in the middle where things are like kind of like a little organized yep. and like a little organized. Like I never really get to either end of the spectrum where I feel like you hit zero or a hundred. But luckily I, I think it all works out and we we luckily are on the same on the same way. So far and tune in next week to see if that's still the case. <laughs> yes. um, stop, drop, roll, rate the pod. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God. Also, I just need to make the announcement that I do in fact have an appointment tomorrow at Pep Boys to get my brakes checked out because I have been pressured from many different uh, routes. One of them being the Discord, uh, others being uh, people on Twitter, others being my parents. Um, and so my dad actually from, uh, they, when they were when they were here, what, like how many months ago? Anyways, my dad in his mind knew where the nearest pet boys was for me mm. to get my car checked out and suggested that I go there. So uh, this is not sponsored pet boys, but it could be. I don't know if we're necessarily the, the, the audience for pet boys. Are you kidding me? We are the, you know how many, you know how many girls there are that are probably ignoring sounds in their cars like me? Mm. I think of women higher than that, but keep going. Okay. <laughs> I love that perspective for you. No, yeah, everyone can use a trip to Pet Boys. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's something. Everyone can use a trip to Pet Boys. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's necessarily false. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, but even beyond, yeah, wow, there, there's oh, one it's a cute everywhere. Website too. I was going to yeah. say, is there one in every yeah. state? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it yeah, that big? Is. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's pretty big. I think yeah. there's one in that's like- That's who I use. Pet Boys? Yeah. Um, yeah, I had no idea what it was. They've got a really cute logo. Oh well, God, I can't wait for you to get your car fixed. So yeah, you me too. Just flaps. I also am. I I think when I go tomorrow, I'm gonna ask uh, wh- what it would cost for them to buff out that one like s- uh, the the scratch dent thingy. I don't on know the if Pet Boys is the place to do that. You don't think? No. Why would they not do that? I think they do everything. But like, what if we bundle? If they can change my oil, fix my brakes, and uh, buff the thing out of the thing thing. Okay. Well. Well, because if if I want to sell my car, right? If I want to get a new car and sell my car, yeah. Then I probably like it. Probably costs me less to fix it than I would, you know what I mean? Like it probably, if it cost me a grand to fix it. I think it, we, we wait till your dad's here. To fix that? For that adju- yeah, you're not getting your Tesla that fast. Well, he, doesn't, he doesn't want to fix it. I know, but I think he could probably help us understand what it would cost. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. I, I literally, I was just having this conversation with someone the other day about how like. If anyone wants to buy a Range Rover with a little bit of character from Lauren. <laughs> Can you imagine if you were super famous, like super, super famous? Be like, I would love to own the car that Lauren drove into the house (laughs) and 900 other moving objects throughout her five year journey. I actually made a friend at the gym with them overhearing me tell my my friend that story. They were dying, they were dying loud. I didn't realize that because most people have headphones in and he was um, listening and he was cracking up and we became friends. The last 4.6 uh, earthquake that happened right here? Yeah, was brought to you by my 2017 Range Rover Evoke. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, it's it's been a good car. It's, it's been a great car. It's yeah. been a great car. Time for it to go. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, there's, there are so many things in the Tesla, in a Tesla that I really, really want. I just haven't gotten around to getting a new car yet. You just want and the like, butt cheek coolers. I want the butt cheek coolers, uh, but I want, I want pet mode. I want dog mode. Okay. And I want, there's this mode that Maggie used when Moose farted in their Tesla. Uh, and it was like mode. the biohazard mode, right? Where you can, yes. it like filters out the air. So if someone in your, in your car farts or something or- <laughs> Someone's eating you something can smelly. Just, you can say, "Hey, can you activate biohazard mode?" Yeah, and it'll just go. And it sucks out all the all the toxins out of the air. Yeah, it it sucks out our dogs. But yeah, liquid ass. Which well, no, 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 gas, gas ass. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, welcome back. So getting the brakes fixed tomorrow because everyone has peer pressured me, and so thank you all for doing that. Uh, we'll follow up tomorrow to see if I get taken advantage of at a car place because mm. I am a woman and don't know anything about cars. Yeah, that was deep. Oh, I mean, that shit still happens. I literally just had a conversation with someone the other day and like their quote, they went to go get a quote, they took their car to go do it. And it was like a thousand dollars more than when they had their brother go do it. That shit is still real. It pisses me the fuck off. 
You know what? That's the one thing I do like about Tesla where you don't have to go and like negotiate. Cause like I literally would still, I would wait for my dad to be here to go. Actually, I would bring you to negotiate. Uh, you think that I know anything about cars? No, but you could negotiate. You would you would negotiate on like buying a Q-tip. Like, I don't know. You would, I will say Pet Boys is known for like, at least from my fair. experience, they'll just tack on these random things and yeah. you have to be prepared to be like, I don't think I need that. Like they'll That's look at your I'm air filter yes. and be like, you need a new air filter when you really yeah, don't. Yeah, she probably needs a new air filter. I probably do need a new air filter. Okay, well. <laughs> Or like, like no. they'll, they'll look at one of your lights and be like, your light's like Looking almost a little out, but it's not. Yeah, I know? know. So that's what I'm nervous about because I don't have like a, I don't have a dad DIY here to be like, no, 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 fuck no, 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 no. Not that dad DIY would say fuck no, but you know what I mean? You get he could, he could get heated. He could get heated. He could get heated. Yeah, my dad actually rarely swears. Um, okay, so on to other topics that um, don't pertain to your breaks. National <laughs> girlfriend day. Yep. Uh, Do we have a planned date from the hundredth episode when? Zero plans. Oh my God. Yeah. I actually forgot that we put a wager on that. I didn't forget. So wait, so what we tied. Yeah. Right. So now we both. So we both get to plan. Hey, what are you going to do for my birthday? And I want to, I want to be very clear that you're not package dealing this as a date and my birthday. When I tell you without zero hesitation, <laughs> not a moment that I have not put one second of thought, not one second into what I'm getting you for your birthday, mostly because Ooh. I haven't until you get back. Okay. And you're leaving. You only have until the 16th. I have. That only gives you five extra days lifetime past on that my score. birthday. There's a lifetime on that scoreboard. Okay. When have I not gotten you something fun for your birthday? That's true. Yeah. When I start fucking that up. Yeah. Then okay. we can, yeah. Okay. When in doubt, and, and honestly, you should, and maybe other boyfriends fall into this as well. The longer I wait and the more I procrastinate, the more money I have to put into it. A hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. You know this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I guess that's just on you. Yeah. yeah. So okay. it's like, it's really in your best interest. Right. But the only thing is that like availability, you can't just pay for availability. That's not true. Yeah. Well, in most cases, that's not true. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I'll be able to find something. Okay. I mean, like I have ideas. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not like that difficult. So on the topic of birthday, um, I have an upcoming birthday party and I've been going back and forth on this and it's I cannot. Leo season. Leo season, baby. It's Mia's birthday today. I know. Leo season, baby. Kelsey's birthday coming up soon as well. Great. Leo season. Love it. Um, I've been going back and forth on this dilemma and I can't decide where- That's a hot topic. Yeah, I, I can't decide where I fall. And I cannot wait to hear in the comments because I genuinely, I, I, I don't feel confident on either side of the dilemma. I think if I know our audience at all, I know where they're gonna end up, but I don't wanna put that out in the atmosphere okay. until I read them. Okay, okay, okay. And I will read them. So if there's someone that you- don't want at your birthday party and because you're not six years old. And you're, so I'm turning 29, and there's someone that I just don't want to be at my birthday. Like, is the more mature thing to pause? Just <laughs> can we just take a moment to let that? What? Just no, no, no. I just want to sit in this for a moment. Okay. I I think that when on your your sixth, ninth, fourteenth, nineteenth, twenty fourth birthday, yeah. You would have thought at a certain point in time. Yeah. You know, I can't wait until I'm older when I just don't have to worry about this stuff anymore. I don't have to deal with the stuff anymore. No, 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 no. There's never been a point in time where I thought that. Okay. Well, I personally, <laughs> at every birthday that's gone by and every, now every birthday that goes by, uh -huh. I, I, I actively think about, I'm so glad that I'm not in third grade and my mom doesn't make me invite like people I don't like to things that are mine because it's fair. Okay. Okay. So see this, this ties into the whole situation because I feel like when you grew up, it's like you have to invite everyone in the class because that's just fair. That's just how it goes. 
and that, not everybody. Like there was definitely a couple like there, okay, there was, yeah. <laughs> like fucking more. like that kid. That kid like tapes uh, scissor blades to rulers and you know like has a history of like potentially stabbing. You know you wanted to say the horse girl. The, I was actually talking about Leo from my grade five class that taped. He like broke scissors in half and then taped it to the end of a ruler to like make a weapon. Going to make a wonderful prison inmate one day. I wonder. I wonder whatever happened to that kid. You know what happened to that kid. Yeah. You know what? He's probably uh, uh, got a, a fine job working in accounting and <laughs> and <laughs> just keeps to himself. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. Is his Reddit I, history I, a yeah. little sus? A little weird. <laughs> but like, is he 4chan weird? No. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, I love that for him. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. on this or we're, we're not landing on this actually is I'm, I'm flip-flopping all over the place like a, like a flippity floppity fish mm-hmm. is that is it more mature to just take the high road because you know like in the sense of friend politics or whatever that that person should be invited but like you're fucking 29 if you don't want that person at your birthday party you shouldn't have to invite them to your birthday party it's like how we say all the time like i'm i'm turning 29 if i don't want to eat tomatoes on my burger i'm not going to eat tomatoes on my burger because i'm an adult and i can make my own decisions no i have said that since i was 7 but yes right yeah right. now i at 30 you I actually mean that i I don't feel bad about it. Yeah. Actually, no, I still feel bad about it. I sometimes still feel bad about it. I'm like, oh no, take half the burger and keep that in the kitchen and give me two pieces of bread and a piece of meat. And some cheese. Anyway, back to birthdays. So I, this is a question. Where are you at currently? Well, are are they invited? (laughs) No. (gasps) 
It's your party, Boring. and you can cry if you want to. Oh, right, I the agree. Famous saying. Uh, yeah, I, I, I you also, should be able to choose. I, I think so too. I, well, no, I think you can choose. Yeah, right. I'm just shocked. That's the answer. No, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm going with. Really, that's what I'm going with. Final answer. I think it's also because it's at our home. And I think if it was a more like, it feels it feels almost a little bit more intimate because I have to invite them to my home. Okay, that's fair. And that makes me that makes me dislike the situation even more. First off, I think, you know what you need as far as reasoning for this thing? None. None. Right? Let's be clear. None. None. Okay. And I am with you. Uh-huh. I am. Uh-huh. Here we go. But the majority... <laughs> I think, okay, I can't decide if actually this is mature or maniacal. Let's find out. Okay. <laughs> the, the mature slash maniacal, so the mature version of me says, keep the peace if it's not worth, if the unrest yeah. is not worth, you know. Okay, but what are, we, what are we defining? So I, my, my thought process here is that the unrest will just be some like possible awkward encounters in the future. Because like realistically, unrest is never gonna be actual like drama. I think it's too sticky. Is it unrest for you or will it be unrest for your other people that are going to be there? Uh, <laughs> a little bit of a... Here's the thing that I do know. Actually, I, I would say I would say less about the people of other people, the mutual friends. Okay. I personally mm-hmm. think that there's no one you want closer to you than the people you don't like. I, I want to I firsthand view into that. But I just feel like that that feels that feels maniacal. It is maniacal. Yeah, that is yeah. maniacal. I like, you but, know you, but you can easily you know what? shroud that in maturity and pretend like that's the reason. <laughs> you know what my deciding factor was? Uh-huh. Is that if I went into the kitchen to like grab something for someone else and they happened to also be in the kitchen same time, would I feel super uncomfortable? Would that bring down the vibes and my energy of like my own birthday night? Like would that just like tamper everything going on. Or would it create an opportunity for that relationship to be bonded? Fuck that. Absolutely fuck that. No, Devin, change your face. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> oh, like, you got a shot in a half. You got a shot in a half in. You, you're remembering the good times that you're making. Don't you're thinking have, ba- I just don't have the interest in doing that. I'm, I'm happy to be neutral, but if they're going to, if their presence is going to lower any of the atmosphere of the night, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want that person there. Okay. And that's where I've landed. Is that if I were to run into them in line for the bathroom, or I wish in you the had kitchen, told me this before. I made some peace because mm, last yeah. time we were in the same room mm-hmm. with him. Yeah, it was a there was an option. Yeah, to to move past and it. We did make peace with him. We did. No, no, no. I I made a, an f. Okay, we kind of did. Yeah, we did. I feel like I went a little bit more on a limb here, and I just wanted a little bit more support from you because I would like to backtrack my peace. With this individual? No, no, no. But I think that we put in the groundwork when we made this piece recently as well too. I think I think we put in the work for it to be neutral because I think based on like how that person burned us in the past, I think that we were the bigger person in that scenario, made peace with them because like- They just invite them. No. Okay. No. <laughs> we, we made peace with them to be on neutral ground for future engagements that are in neutral territory, okay. not in our home. I don't disagree with everything you're saying. And then he can sit on Instagram and watch the stories of us having fun and be like, shouldn't have been a fucking dick. But what about the after after party that that individual is probably going to be at now? 
that person can be like, damn, wish I was at the the the, the real party. Damn, I wish I was at the pregame. I wish I was at the pregame. The amount of times I hear that. Um, yeah, so um, I, think, <laughs> I think that you're within every right. Yes. And I think you're doing the right thing. I feel but good about it. I do think that there's an opportunity to build a bridge versus continue to be on the other side of one. You know what? Maybe it's someone else's birthday. We can build that bridge. <laughs> I, that's fair. Everything happens for a reason. I think it could be a good wake up call for him at the end of the day. Yeah. When, like you say, he sees it and is like, shit. There's no wake up call. Being Why? Had. There's what the fuck there? The caddy yeah. feelings. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's good. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We'll keep we'll keep everybody updated. Um, and then you had like a not like a it wasn't a, it wasn't a birthday. It was like a, an event. Which one? Dinner situation. Oh God, I I'm struggling to decide whether or not I'm. Well, I'm certainly not a fall here. Um, no, I'm struggling Never to is. figure out whether or not I think it's, I guess, more rude as an adult or uh, inconsiderate or short-sighted or... Anyway, so I I go to these events all the time that are of just hodgepodge of just like a bunch of people. And mm-hmm. the people that are hosting the event obviously want me or people that are like me to be at this event for a plethora of reasons. And I've noticed like this like weird habit or I should say coincidence last like half dozen times where it seems like the people that are hosting set events are, are, are almost just pushing off their, um, hmm, what's the best way to say this? Bu- not biases, um, uh, not interests, almost like their, like, their belief systems and, and habits their and, 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 interests, uh, no, and preferences, preferences, but also like traditions we're going to need to like follow right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. immediately when you walk through the door yeah. for a bunch of people that like I know personally, the people that I go with are all just like, what the fuck, what are we doing here? Right. And I'm trying to figure out whether or not it's more rude to put people in those situations but welcome people in or at the same time, expect people to know how to respond and react in situations where you know damn well when you invite them, they don't know what they're fucking getting into before they get there. Mm-hmm. What do we think? <sighs> Fuck, I mean, I think when it's an intimate setting, like- Intimate. What? Intimate. Intimate setting. Mm-hmm. I think what's an, when it's an intimate setting, you as the guest are responsible to accept and follow in all of the traditions and preferences that are placed before you. Okay. But I think when you are hosting a large amount of people, yeah, unless it's some kind of celebration around something very specific, like a holiday or a religious celebration where it's like very much understood, like what you're there for. Right. Like, I think as a host personally, like I only drink tequila and wine and seltzers for the most part, but like I make sure that there's beer and whiskey and vodka. Let's you know what fair. I mean? I make sure this beer and whiskey <laughs> and vodka and gin, get the vibe. Right, right, right. Like, you know what I mean? Like One I, of us does. I, when we host, we host for an array of preferences. And yeah. obviously like we're using the example of like different alcohols here. No, but like, I want to go back to like the, the last one that I like, the, that I, like drove mm-hmm. me fucking insane was like the beginning of this thing. And then the entire theme throughout was how everyone here, and by the way, they were trying to sell a membership to this thing. Uh, we're, we're above the idea of what alcohol is and does. And that, they were just continuing to drive home the idea of just how bad alcohol is and right. anyone and like the society for, for making feel like we should 
partake in such and all this shit. I was just like over and over and over again. Right. I was like, yeah, hey, I have to drink. Yeah, I, this is actually annoying me. And I'm not even someone who was like, I'm a, like a, a pro alcohol yeah. advocate yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like annoyed that you keep telling me how uh, usually bad society is for having that be part of our social right. environment. I didn't see this on your little invite here when you wanted me to show up and, and then take my picture and sell that to like get more people in the fucking door. Also like- Annoyed. Interesting approach when their interest is doing business with money. You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> but they got to the problem. They were like, everyone feels like you have to drink when you go to these business things. And I'm like, you don't have to. You just also don't tell people that they, they, are, they that they, they can't. should be shunned if they do. They won't be able to walk yeah, in the door with yeah. it. Yeah, because there was just zero alcohol there, right? It wasn't. It was less about the zero alcohol. It was more about the the, it's, the ongoing. It's actually, almost worse if there was alcohol, but then the whole narrative that they wanted to like put would, forward that would have been fine. I would have walked right on over and I would have done a fucking <laughs> gangster in, in that moment. It was like, could someone lift my legs up above my head and hold my like? I would have loved that. No, it was the the constant ongoing narrative of just like how huh. anyone who participates in that sided, yeah bad. Right. And I'm like, well, uh, everyone I'm talking to right now, texting about this person all thinks that, um, bad. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I can't decide. I mean, I think it depends. It's situational. Obviously. It's situational. But I think again, intimate settings and you are the guest, I think you have to respect whatever like the traditions are, whatever the preference are, the, whatever, you know what I mean? is being presented to you. I've left early, like a responsible adult and one got a drink. Right, yeah, of course, as one does. With my friends. With your who friends. Who also wanted a drink that were at the, the event. Yeah, right, as you should be able to have without being shunned. Yeah. Yeah, were, yeah. You, were you shunned? Were you shunned? Yeah, I felt pretty Not bad. shunned, shamed. You were shamed. I was annoyed. <laughs> but I think like as a host, that's such an interesting approach. Yeah, and, and, and the dude followed up with me today and was like, hey man, I really wanted to know what she thought about the event. It's like, don't text me. <laughs> like, also like, I, you forced me to put my phone number on the invite and I should have given you a fake oh, one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hate that. I, I'm annoyed too. Yeah, yeah, I hate I gave him the burner. Mm. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Okay, okay, I can okay, make sure the okay, burner okay. burner. Right, yeah, so like who's the mature person? The person that's mature is the one that brings it up on their podcast and talks shit later on without them in the room. I agree. Yeah, there it is. next topic. Next. <laughs> Do you have uh, recurring dreams? I used to. And what was it? And why did they go away? And how do I make mine go away? Well, I think we need to dive into your side first before we get into mine. Um, oh, oh, I mean, mine's just- just. Why do you ask? Because well, I had one the other night. Well, um, okay. How often do you feel like you have recurring dreams? Um, Probably once every three to four weeks. Yeah, it's weird. I feel like I dream more when I sleep, not in bed. Oh, definitely. Why? Actually, that's not true. I dream crazy shit every night. That's not true. But why? You know what though? I've heard that, and Devin, can you look this up? If SSRIs and SNRIs um, are linked to vivid dreaming. I've been hearing this um, randomly on TikTok. And like, I've had, I've had crazy ass dreams for as long as I can remember, but I've also been on antidepressants for over 10 years now. I feel nothing. Ooh, antidepressants? Yeah, antidepressants. In intensify dreams and increase how hey. often people reported having nightmares. Oh, I actually don't have nightmares that often, which is great. Not that I remember. Jeremy said that I was whimpering the other night though. Before yeah, you've been remember. whimpering, like right when you go to sleep, like, do you smoke weed? No. no, no. You smoke no. weed, bro? Sometimes, sometimes it, I know that was very like, <laughs> you smoke weed, bro? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, I know it can alter that. So I've heard. Oh, I can see that. In a more positive way. My mom, who is definitely not on antidepressants, my dad always says that she whimpers and stuff before. So I don't, I don't know if that runs the movie. Anyways, 
I don't have nightmares very often. I remember ever. I had one weird worm one not too long ago. Remember I told you that one? It was. Yeah. Oh my God. No, it was lizards. You kept smushing these giant lizards. That sounds like something I would do. And if there are giant lizards, I'm smushing them. That's a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. that's a nightmare. That was that was a nightmare. But uh, is that, is that before that- If classifies nightmares, then like yeah, we have yeah. very different- No, it was horrible. Okay. It, it was horrible. Um, actually, no, I had one too, not too long ago where I, I was, I told you about this one too. So I'm not kidding. In the first like 30 seconds when I wake up, I tell Jeremy, my, I start telling him my dreams and he immediately starts checking his email and not listening, which is always really nice, but- Lauren <laughs> is a wonderful storyteller and it's even <laughs> better when she wakes up. I dream crazy shit. And, and so, you were really good at retelling it too. So good. Well, also when you're talking about a dream too, it's like it's drifting away as you're speaking it out loud because yep. you're like coming out of your sleep cycle. Um, so the other nightmare that I had, and we don't need to Google this one because I think this I just- It's going to be an all-time high for this. Keep going. The one, <laughs> I feel like the listeners are on their toes right no, now. No, this is great. Yeah, yeah, well, You know, we went on a bang on episode 100. So in my 2017 busted up Range Rover Evoke, I was <laughs> in the driver's seat and I was pulling into a gas station um, or it might've been parked. And I realized in my review mirror that there was a dude in the back seat and he like put a little knife to my neck. Okay. And he didn't have a seatbelt on. So, <laughs> and so in my mind, I was like, okay, if I accelerate really hard into this like pole, like to this telephone pole or like um, this gas station thingy, like one, if I smack into the gas thingy, will everything explode like it does in the movies? I feel like that's probably not true. So like I could accelerate really hard into that. Could you pick another, please, another object? Right, right. So there was a telephone pole not too far away. So I was like, if I could just accelerate really fast, but my car doesn't accelerate like yours does. So I was like, do I think that I'll have the force to accelerate, hit the pole kind of on my side, but in the middle so that I don't die, but so that he flies to the windshield. Because if a knife is at my throat, he can, as long as he goes forward, I'll be okay. Uh-huh. And so anyways, then I woke up. I mean, I just have so many questions. Like how far was the pole? Like <laughs> so the, the pole I mean, was like- If the night's your neck, we didn't know if we didn't know if we were parking or, or driving no, no, into no. it. You know, you know exactly which, it, this is so crazy. There was a gas station in the show Severance where that guy died. Remember, remember the guy, what, what was main guy's name? Fucking- Was it the guy that got out? The guy that got out, yeah. he died at a gas station okay. and, and it was randomly that gas station that I was at. Okay, got it. Scary. From sufferance. And so what'd you do? I don't know. I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> but my dream was all about weighing, weighing my different options about what I was going to do. Cause, um, but he had the knife to my throat. See, my issue is like in my dreams, I'm woefully incompetent. <laughs> like I Welcome to my everyday life. No, but like I would be in a situation. I'd be like, great. I, I know my plan of attack. Mm -hmm. And then I'd go to put my foot down and like, oh shit, I forgot. I only have ankles. <laughs> Like that would happen. <laughs> right. Like, I would like, oh, okay, God, I'll just do this. And it's like, oh no, I apparently put a bunch of like grease on the steering wheel and it doesn't mm, turn anymore. Mm. Like I, everything just gets in my way. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I'll think out of this. Oh, I'll think, of, okay, nothing's working. Great. I am, I frequently also can't scream. I can't mm. scream and I can't punch hard. Those Thank are the two. God. Wait, can we Google those? The no screaming sounds familiar. Yeah, I feel like I, I feel have like the same those issue. Are, those are definitely things. Like, can no you imagine screaming? if you could scream and you could punch? I would be so oh, single. Oh, you'd be fucked. Yeah, you'd be single. absolutely fucked. Single. Um, single. Wait, also my reoccurring dream is um, being this like, like honey, I shrunk the kids sort of thing where I'm super small and I end up in a pinball machine <gasps> and I see a timer go and then the pinball comes down and I'm like trying to run for my life, but it, 
oh it runs me over. Oh my God. <gasps> and that, I've had that my whole life. Have you ever died in one of your dreams? Oh my God. No, I've never died my in My pinball machine one. I die, die and then I wake up. You die every time? No, not every time. Like sometimes, sometimes I definitely like get out somehow <gasps> or like find somehow to like oh hide. God, but that's it's usually horrible. very rare that you actually like die. The other, not too long ago, this was such a random question that I, I asked you. I did have a segue to that, but it was okay. Brought no, yeah, it may, I think it brings you to the brink of when you're about yeah. to die and then you wake up. Oh. Yes. So can we go back to that for a moment? Sure, sure, sure. Go ahead. I, yeah, so. Are you going to segue into something? Well, I was, there was a point. Um, go ahead, segue. Segue away. I've only driven off the side of a cliff and oh. made an impact once. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah. And I like vividly remember, well, vividly. I remember at the time remembering yeah. what was actually going through my head okay. right before I made impact. It was very sad. Uh, I didn't. Feel die. free to not share that. <laughs> I'm nearing my period and I don't think I want to know. It was. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. So what I was going to say is that there was a random question that I asked you not to long ago about whether you dream in color. Mm -hmm. And what was your answer? Not particularly. Really? I mean, I would assume so, but I don't- You think so? How do you- I, I dream in like vivid color. But I'm wondering if this is, remember when that, that one thing went viral where it was like, when you picture an apple, what does your apple look like? And like a lot of people were like, oh, it's 2D and black and white. And like, oh, mine's like so vividly 3D in color, in detail. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. I feel like we're both like pretty visual creatives. Yeah, and so logo. it's like, that's where, right. And Jeremy sees like a black and white outline of an apple. The logo. Right. And so I wonder if that's like connected to dreaming as well too. Like if people have more vivid visual dreams because like, I'm just like a very visual thinker versus people like having like black and white cartoon flipbook dreams. I don't feel like I'm that, creative of an individual, but I also, I'm not an analytical individual either. You don't think? Analytical? Yeah. I don't think in terms of math. I think in terms of like um, how to get somewhere, but not necessarily from a math perspective. I guess, but is analytical only down to a math perspective? Analytical measure. You, you would need to be able to measure it. Otherwise it would be qualitative. I guess a little qualitative and quantitative. Right. What? Yeah, I guess. What, unless I'm misunderstanding that. Yeah, I guess. But like we all have an imagination. I'm sure you have some sort of imagination too. Yeah, I feel like I, that I'm, plays I'm, into our dreams. I'm, I'd like to think I'm wildly creative, but I want to be. But no, that's not something that I would necessarily. Yeah. We just got invited to a one-year-old's beach club birthday party. Just oh, you got to go. Wonderful. Bottle service and day beds. Come again. Um, yeah, <laughs> attending. Um, yeah, attending. Obviously, that yeah. sounds fire. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be very clear that bottle service had like a baby bottle next to it, which is adorable. Okay, maybe not attending. Um, okay. Let's see, I want to see why can't I scream in dreams? It says right there. I can't, my vision is so, okay. The in inability to scream as well as run or punch. Oh, I just lost Wi-Fi, why? The inability to scream as well as run or punch someone in your dream appears because your brain areas that control motor neurons are switched off during sleep. Oh. Okay, well, that makes me feel better that the answer wasn't like, oh, you've got deep-seated trauma. You know what I mean? Like I Not always- everything is that you have deep-seated trauma. Well, I just feel like with dreams, like there's so much in your subconscious that it like gets dragged out when you're dreaming that I, I really thought that was gonna be attached to something. I think it's shocking just how little we know about like the brain and dreams It is crazy. Right. It really is, is crazy. so crazy.
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, let's talk about you reading porn. What about my recurring dreams? Okay. We've, we've really sat on this for a second. You definitely have to record them, like a voice memo of you describing them or maybe dream journal, but that takes a lot. So at least I think you should do like a recording thing. Oh my God, I know exactly what my recurring dreams are. It's that my teeth crumble out of my mouth. Oh, okay. It's horrible. It's like highly tied to anxiety and either they crumble or one will become loose. And I'm like, oh, well, obviously like once a tooth, a tooth is loose, you have to, you have to pull it. Okay. <laughs> Are you looking at the, the teeth falling out thing? I think it's I think it's anxiety. And then the other recurring dream that I have is um, not being able to find my car in a parking garage. Are you sure that's a dream? Yeah. I feel like I've heard <laughs> other friends mention that one. Well, it, I dreamt about it the other or last night. And the parking night. lot just goes on and, and on and, and on. on. Yeah, let me, I'll Google the parking one. Yeah, so that was, the, so yeah, the teeth falling out are associated with loss and important life changes. The dream can indicate that you're dealing with some kind of loss, like an abrupt end to a relationship or job change. That has not mm. happened to you in quite some no, time. kind of the same job for the last 11 years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I don't really have any like one specific, I, I, I I used to have recurring dreams like all the time when I was a kid. And what was it? They were all very like mom related. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. See, you do dream about trauma. And then I turned eight. <laughs> okay, so dreaming about losing your car in parking lot means fairness, harmony, and cooperation. You're looking at life from a new perspective and accessing your highest potential. What the fuck? This is, you're taking responsibility for what you do. Your dream stands for femininity and your sense of emotions. What this is the dumbest shit I have ever heard. This cannot be right. Is that a horoscope? <laughs> Dreaming about losing car and parking in the garage is metaphor for your character, strength, and resolve. You're feeling overwhelmed with panic and uneasiness. Okay, that that sounds more. Yeah, You're now, laying, now we're getting there. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Uh, the dream is a the dream is a portent. Is that a word? P o r t e n t. Portent. Sure. For no, no, this sense is for for you competency, integrity, strengths, and weaknesses. This cannot be a real website. Portent's not a word. Yeah, there's no right. There's there's in no French way. it is. Well, portant, portant. Um, yeah. So uh, I think your brain is um, firing at all cylinders, and then you're um, taking control and uh, accountability for all your actions. <sighs> I'm so stressed when I'm Honestly, outside my There's car. nothing better than hearing uh, about a thousand people's interpretations of your dreams. Yeah. So get to it, Tellys. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know in the comments if you want to interpret my dreams. I mean, I feel like there's a lot more as dreams than we realize. We just don't get it yet. Sometimes I literally wake up and I'm like, I could, I could sell this as a script. Like this is, this is for the screenwriters who are having blocked brains on what to write about. It's like, I just wrote the outline of an action movie. That's great. Yeah. I think it's kind of been done before, but, but yeah. Of what? Someone having the knife in the back of the, the van. Oh yeah. No, no, no. Not that one. Not that one. So Got some it. of the other ones. Yeah. Your teeth falling out? What? Your teeth falling no, out? No, no, no. 
I, I dream like, I, I probably dream three- Blockbusters a week? Intensely vivid blockbusters a night. A night? Yeah, you you dream like seven dreams a night. That's stressful. Yeah, you dream a lot. I, I know very little about my dreams. Oh my God, I remember so much of it. Sometimes I wish I didn't. Okay. And we can thank my antidepressants for that. <laughs> I'm just imagining Lauren's like in an ice cream world, like jumping around. Oh no, it's like, very stressful in my mind. I wish, shit. I wish <laughs> that my dreams looked like that. So you've taken up reading. I, by taking up reading, I mean that I ordered a Kindle. <laughs> you ordered a Kindle? Yeah. That's huge. I know. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Why Kindle? You're like, I want to think about all the tablets I could order or the ones that I already own. Uh-huh. And I'm going to order the one that makes me feel closest to being a reader. 96. Yeah. Um, I ordered a Kindle because I feel like my iPad is too big to read on. Okay. And so I wanted something smaller. Okay. Um, Because your eyesight's so good. Up close, it's great. Is it good? Up close. I feel like I just put you in the blind category. Yeah, but you're usually blind on one side or the other. Okay. Unless you're old, because then you can be blind on both sides, but- Oh yeah, 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 I got you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, anyway. I'm, I'm nearsighted. So that means I can- yeah, yeah. Kindle. Ordered a Kindle, very excited, it's coming tomorrow. Okay. Um, How much does a Kindle cost? A uh, hundred bucks. That's pretty great. Black yeah. and white. Black and white. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Do they make color ones these days? <laughs> these days? It's a book. I don't Or has it always been in black and white? I think it's always in black and white. Not a Borden. Okay, so I you, have you, no got, idea. you got a Kindle. So ordered a Kindle. Okay, so because yeah, take us two steps back. Here. I'm 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 going to the cottage and I'm going to Canada and I'm going to attempt to just do a carry-on suitcase. And so I'm trying to lighten my load as much as possible. So I'm ordering a keyboard for my iPad so I don't bring my MacBook because my MacBook weighs about 10 pounds. It's basically like- It's a Dell. A prehistoric Dell. It literally (laughs) is like dinosaur 10 pounds of weight. And so to not bring the computer, which I don't think I'll really need, um, is is a massive weight. Lifts it off your carry-on. Everything, yeah, exactly. Okay, so you came to me- earlier this week uh-huh. and expressed a problem. Uh-huh. You expressed, and Which I do- Which why? I, I feel like I come- And I, I, wanna, I wanna see if I can, I don't wanna paraphrase. I wanna try and get this as exact <laughs> as possible, but I believe the quote was- I can't wait to hear what this is. I've been trying to read and I do read <laughs> and I just don't feel like I'm getting anything out of it. As if to say, <laughs> as if to say reading anything does not derive any form of knowledge for me whatsoever. <laughs> And I would love for you to correct me wherever I went. Damn. <laughs> so you, you, you've okay. soaked up all the knowledge there is to okay. soak. Your sponge okay. is full. No, 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 Your no, glass no, is full. No, no, no. That brain is as folded as it can get. Big brain, so many folds. No, okay. So, okay, real quick. What have you, let me just dissect this quick. What have you tried to read? No, we need to back up 10 steps here because you've paraphrased this all wrong. I don't think I'm that far off. So all of like the lifestyle influencer girlies right now are in their reading era. Literally, Remy the other day was like, I'm in my reading era and she, I think also got a Kindle. So Colleen Hoover. I can't wait to see you guys just sitting around. Reading? Just reading Kindles. Remy had a knitting stage. She went through a knitting era. I see that for Remy. Yeah. Yeah. Remy um, also has his products in William Sonoma. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. Shout out well till nine backslash Remy Cruz <laughs> at <laughs> for William your Sonoma. Own Remy Cruz. I'm not spatula. sure what it is, but head over to Remy's and buy that for sure. <laughs> um, but everyone is obsessed with this author, Colleen Hoover. And I'm sure, you know, she's been wildly successful forever and ever and ever. And people who are, you know, into reading probably have read all her shit. She's got a ton of books. But like now- it ends with us. For whatever reason- 
it's been like blowing up with like influencers, like regular, regular lifestyle girlies are. I've never heard more about Colin did, Hoover. Did that say she was born in Sulphur Springs? Oh, that's tough. Oh, no. Oh. I mean, at what point in time do you just do a rebrand? Sulphur Texas? Springs, Texas. Yeah, that's not great. Okay, so like she even, does young even, adult fiction. Did you see Matt King's post about uh, Colleen Hoover? No. Matt King was talking about Colleen Hoover and she actually responded and, and it was, uh, anyway, people are obsessed with Colleen Hoover. And so I posted being like, okay, I'm going to read one of these fucking books. Like which one do I start with? Cause there's so many. Oh, these, and I've seen these covers littered around exactly. our home. November 9th. I feel like I've seen here. Okay. And so everyone recommended either Verity or, uh, reminders of him or, oh, there's it ends with us and starts with us. <laughs> oh God. See, there's so many. Oh, okay. Let's go. Let's get to. Let's okay. get into this one. Okay. Okay. So anyway, anyways, let's crack this banana. All the lifestyle girlies are in the reading era right uh -huh. now, and I used to be such a huge reader. Like I used to crush books. I read so many books. <laughs> I used to crush books. I did. I, I'm I'm a really fast reader, and I still am, which is great. And I feel like I I built that on reading like uh, young adult romance, dumb uh, fiction books. Fault in Our Stars, Twilight. Yes. 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 All of those crushed. All of them. The whole. Um, uh, Hunger Games series, all those, all like the the young adult uh, romance ones. Like I loved them. I am I, without. Uh, once again, I'm completely confident. I have not finished a nonfiction. Sorry, I have not finished a fiction book right. since the final Harry Potter. I'm almost. I almost okay. guarantee it. And so here's my here's my here's my like uh, what I'm having trouble with is that. I want to be a reading girly. I want to I want to be my reading era. I really do cuz I feel like, you know, it's healthy to get off TikTok for a little bit and go look at my also electronic device Kindle. Um, but I corny is another device. And another device, right? Exactly. And I feel like it's probably good to just disconnect from reality for a little bit and go read your little fiction book or whatever. It ends with us, starts with us, whatever. I just am I think it's my attention span. I think my attention span is broken. And I don't know if maybe I'm just like not getting sucked into the right books in terms of the storyline, because like Remy, again, also like isn't much of a reader and she crushed one of these uh, Colleen Hoover books in like a day. And she was like- It can't take longer than a day. I, I'm sure it doesn't. Um, and so maybe I'm just not reading the right books where I get so sucked in and I get so lost in the story. And like, I don't know if it's maybe because like, I always have a massive to-do list of other things to do, but like, so does fucking everyone. I just can't bring my attention span to stay in these fiction books. Okay. M might I approach the bench? One more thing. There are a few nonfiction books that I think I feel, this is the other piece to it, is that I feel wildly productive when I'm reading a nonfiction book. Like Atomic Habits was one of the books that I read this year that was incredible and I'd recommend it to anyone. And I feel like I took so much away from that, but I guess I, I'm not feeling like I'm taking anything away from reading the fiction books. And I'm sure like, that's like the, the, the good part about it is that it like takes you away from something and you're not like focusing on being productive. And maybe that's just like the way that I'm wired where like, I feel like I need to be doing something productive at all times. Cause like, even though you make fun of me a lot for TikTok on TikTok, I still feel like I'm, <laughs> I'm so sorry that I'm still going. <laughs> TikTok does make me feel like in a way productive because it's doing like field research of like shit that I should be making content. Like sometimes you learn random things. I don't know. I just want to be my reading girly era. 
We're going to see Lauren in like a Barnes and Nobles in a corner. Someone's going to be like, my favorite influencer is here at Barnes and Nobles. <laughs> Being a reading girly. Um, go ahead. Thank you. <laughs> I just wanted to present my whole case, you know? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. It's been presented. Yeah. I think it's a couple things. Okay. One, you're out of the habit. I, totally. Absolutely. I, especially because it seems and sounds and without question, you have an interest in getting something out of these. Yeah. But you seem like you're out of the habit. Mm-hmm. And I think habit is half the battle, if not more. Mm-hmm. But two, I think you do have so many other options now that mm-hmm. you did not have before mm-hmm. that all compete for- Oh, that's true. When I was in first is when I was in high school. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, uh, but uh, Reed Hoffman, who's the CEO of Netflix, mm-hmm. said years and years and years and years ago that uh, the biggest competitor to Netflix mm-hmm. was um, Fortnite. Oh, the reason he said that was because yeah. not because they're you know directly competitive. You're either going to watch House of Cards or go play you know any game really. Yeah, but it's like anybody who spends six hours doing something, another form of media to entertain themselves, is the biggest competitor to someone just watching whatever the fuck comes on your television. Right. And so I say that in the sense that I just think that there's a lot more competition for that time of yeah. your day. Yeah, no, I agree. And if there's a lot more stimulating option in one of those that you feel like you get more immediate out of, you probably will lean towards that one. TikTok. So what you're saying is that I should just keep watching TikTok is what I'm hearing. It's not what I'm saying. No. But I just, I just feel like I get more value. Then fucking watch TikTok. <laughs> I just feel, I just feel like everyone's in their reading era and I'm like, am I missing why, out on something? Why, okay, why are, you, why are we chasing everybody? What? Is there like a popularity contest we're trying to like, like read up on real quick? No, no, Is no, there no. like a vote? I just feel like I have FOMO of like all, so anyway, so I actually think that it literally got delivered while we recorded the podcast. I got my Amazon notification that one of these Colleen Hoover books did show up. The other thing too is that, I get really sleepy. I'm already um, a nappy human. Like you are a nappy human. I'm I'm real nappy. I can fall asleep at the the snap of fingers. And reading makes me really sleepy. There, I, I watched uh, a thing on Instagram, not TikTok, the other day of mm-hmm. like this grandma falling asleep over and over again reading to their grandchild. And I was like, yeah. that for sure will be Lauren. Oh my god! Sometimes and sometimes like I'll I'll start feeling sleepy and I'm reading but not actually taking things in and I have to start all over again. And so. Like I've just got, I've just got a lot of hurdles here between me and a Colleen Hoover book. And I'm just trying to be, I'm just trying to be on book talk. I think that you need a special like reason to have something finished to then like be able to talk about it or something. I think it's I do. like, I think you have to have like set very specific boundaries. So you think I should be in a book club? Book club group on discord. Oof. Such a much work. That seems, that sounds, that seems like. Now I'm stressed though about having to meet deadlines though with having to finish a book for a book club. <laughs> I think you should get a part-time job <laughs> doing something that's not influence related and it'll just get you back on track. Now you I'm stressed do, about- You should go read to children. I want to read to dogs. That is not as helpful. But I want to read to shelter dogs. Okay, that read, would be nice. read to fucking shelter dogs. I support you. <laughs> I, I think it's great. Do you, I, think the, do you think the shelter dogs would want to read Colleen Hoover with me? I think that they'd just be thrilled to be in your presence. I think that the children probably are not mature enough for some of the calling. Is it over. smut? I'm not sure if it's smut. I think a few of them are smutty. Mm. You know, it's a big thing now. People love smut. People love smut. People love smut. I also, I also kind of feel a little uncomfortable reading smutty things like when you're in the presence of other people. Oh, I, I think that'd be fun. I think it's a little weird. I think it'd be actually way more fun. 
Maybe, but that's why I think having a Kindle is nice too, because then you're not like holding. That's me- ooh, not a to mention. Smutty- Can you imagine if you were in a waiting room somewhere and you're reading a little smut, a little smut, smut? Okay, a little smut, smut. A little smut. nothing bad, but yeah. like, listen, do you want your your father listening and want, like, reading with you? Certainly not. Yeah. And you look over to the corner and you see another lifestyle girly in her <laughs> reading stage, her book era, babe. And you notice that she also has a Colleen Hoover little smut, smut. Uh huh. And you both go, you get it. It's a connection. Right. You both are smutting. We're smutting. In public. We're smutting. We, you, you, you smutted with me. I still actually haven't finished that book that we read together in the pool in Mexico last fall. we immediately had fall. sex. Yeah. Smutty. 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 But like, you, but like, I don't, like, I think I, I just like, I haven't. It was so to the point that it was that the plot line had less arc to it than the average Pornhub intro. Okay. Well, you jumped in halfway through. All I'm saying is like, I was like- There I, there was more, there was half a book of storyline up until the point that you started reading it. Okay, well, the half a book of storyline, which I'm pretty sure was like chapter one or two. No, but we were halfway through. Point is, it got right to sex. I'm gonna finish that book. What is this, Fifty Shades of Grey? No, 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 no. It was, but no, you would not believe. And so now that I've started like interacting with these book talk talks, now I'm on book talk and it's like the list of like 20 top smutty books. And I'm like, I don't know. I think you should just put a challenge to yourself to get through one or two and put something that you really want on the other side of it and don't allow yourself to have that until you get done with it and see how it goes. I'm going to finish this Colleen Hoover book by next podcast. I hope that you're right. We have a guest next week though, so maybe not. I have faith in you, regardless. (laughs) I think you can do it. I think you can do it too. Thank you guys for supporting me in my book talk era, my, my reading girly era. Thank you so much. Speaking of supporting you, mm-hmm. I'd like to buy you a drink. Yeah. That's what T-Pain Shorty, said to me. what you think about that? Yeah, that's what T-Pain said to me. That's what T-Pain said to you, Shrew. I, I think it's funny because I think oftentimes we struggle with things in Jeremy's job not being able to be talked about. Yes. On the podcast, despite some of them being more cool than others. Yeah. And like some things like, I wish I could talk about this. And this one was so actually public that I was able to talk about it, which was, I talked to T-Pain this week. I haven't, I haven't watched the interview yet, but I'm, I'm so excited to. Uh, we can probably put a little snippet in here. Wow. There, take a moment. Oh, shit. There he is. What's Bobbin? Let's dive in to Can I Mix You a Drink? It was first supposed to be a cookbook and then I immediately realized I don't know how to cook. It was just, you know, trying to find some interest of mine and we landed on a drink book. What can they get out of this offering that's a little bit different and new from somebody who's been a fan for a while? You got a chance to win a Lamborghini. That's great. <laughs> People always say they want to meet me because they feel like they already know me. Now we got a, a, a bigger connection because we both be uh, Lamborghini owners. Yep. So. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And you know, not to mention the trip. You get you get all expensive paid trip to LA, New York. You grab these packs, you open it up. And man, all expensive paid trip and a Lambo. There. The point is, so T-Pain is a client at work or whatever. And yeah. there was like this little promotional thing. And two things. One, actually wasn't my drop, but one, I'm one of the only native speaking um, English, uh, native English speaking person in my department. So right. I am like the, uh, well, you go do it. Mm-hmm. And then two, uh, time zones. I think it was like the only and last resort to this one, which is why it got handed got to me. Got it, got it, I got it. To make it seem I like, was actually kind of wondering how you got chosen for this. Right, not that the, you're not like a great host or whatever, but thanks, I was babe. like, this feels like a- this, it, w- it wasn't my drop. Like yeah. it, I'm not, <laughs> I was not, well, it's like one of my direct reports. So it's like, right. uh, she was in the middle of the night. So it was interesting because I feel like, like hip hop legendary, like artists from our early 2000s, uh-huh. 
we listened to music that they were like singing on. Yeah. And if it was on the radio, hundreds of thousands, like thousands of times. I've listened to Buy You a Drink yeah. and other T-Pain music thousands of times. Mm-hmm. Not Like whether I, I like put it on myself or like not, it's on. So it's really weird to like connect with these people in like a way that I feel like is a lot more common today. It's like, oh, everyone's on the internet. It was just very odd and weird. Yeah. And my DMs were filled with Tilly's going, what in the fuck are you doing talking to T-Pain? It was uh, um, one of the most random things I've ever seen in my entire life, I think. It was up there. Yeah. It was, there are more random things, but that was one of the more things that like, I feel like I got to share with the world. And honestly, like, I know that you've done a lot of, a lot of like high dollar figure deals or whatever at work. Um, and those are cool. They are. And <laughs> lots you. of like fun execs, you know, that are worth billions of dollars. This is cooler than all of those things. I don't know if it's cooler than all of them. It's cooler than all of those it's things. It's definitely one of the most unique. I would, I would love I to just make feel it happen. Like, I just feel like T-Pain is like a legend of our time. And also seems to be, and by our time, he's like five years older than me. No, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he was like making, yeah. And is now a gamer and has a podcast. I love that for him. I would bring T-Pain on a second. I don't even know if I could function. Um, It seems like he- Were you, were you um, fangirling a little bit? No, but only because like I had shit to do. Right. And also I had a 15 minute window to work with. Was yeah. this Instagram live? Yeah. Yeah. Which is very difficult to work. Yeah. Instant ants. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It, it would be, I would literally any other platform would be easier because you can't really use anything oh. besides like the mobile thing. Did you see that Instagram stories rolled out something called dual and it is just a direct ripoff of be real? Uh, no, but that doesn't surprise me. Uh-huh. And it seems like the Kardashians have stopped Instagram from becoming TikTok officially. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think Kylie Jenner posting that um, really did move she's the like, needle. We don't. Wait, what do you mean? She She's going to leave Instagram? Well, she posted like, what did she, why, what was the the thing going around? Uh, keep Instagram, Instagram or something. Yeah. Something, something like that. Stupid. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Well, it's like we reposted something from Kim, but like point is, uh, yeah, it's very obvious that everything was just going to go to like to videos always. Yeah. And I, I mean, if I thought I posted little now, I'm never posting again. You know what? I, I want to I wanna give a hot take though. Um, and this is going to be an unpopular opinion. Um, but because as a content creator, and this is, this is again, not, this is not uh, going to be a, a wildly uh, relatable opinion. But like as a content creator, like I have to make vertical videos for, YouTube shorts and for reels and for TikTok. And for a lot of times you can, you know, like repopulate or not repopulate. I can repost the same vertical content across all those, yeah, all those platforms. Um, So like realistically, like if I'm making content for TikTok, I can just put that on reels. And like influencers now when they post photos are doing like these photo dumps and they're like these and this is like the 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 most ironic part of it is that like before influencers have to like do all these like fancy photo shoots and outfits and styling and they had to be like these really well taken like photo shoot pictures of like DSLR quality. And now it's the blurry is the better. <laughs> and now it's like these artfully curated aesthetic shit photo posts. dumps. Yeah, these shit posts. But like even more thought has to fucking go into these shit post photo dumps that are like people, I like I see, I see influencers be so specific about the things that they, you know, put up casually as their photo dump. And it ends up being the complete opposite of like what they're trying to achieve. Emulate. Emulate. Mm. Like so much effort. It literally would be easier for me to do like a dumb photo shoot, hire a stylist, take photos in 10 different outfits than for like me to go through the process of trying to curate these stupid photo dumps that are so carefully 
put together. And this is not everyone. This is definitely not everyone. Like people like Emma Chamberlain, this has been their brand for her entire career. And like, she's just has a natural eye, but like people try to emulate what Emma Chamberlain does. And there's like a few influencers who do it so specifically. And I can feel the effort just dripping off of it of what they're trying to achieve. Anyways, it's, it's, just as stressful in a different kind of way on the influencer side of things. And I don't mind just posting videos that I'm already making on TikTok over to Instagram. What wouldn't be stressful to post? Uh, moose picks. Moose picks. Moose picks. Moose picks. Moose picks. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, it's not stressful to post my videos that I'm already making. Okay. It's really not. That's good. So anyway, there's my, there's my hot take. I'm with it. No, I do think that there's like quite a bit of strategy that goes into looking like you don't have a strategy. Oh my God, the effort of no effort is insane. Also, uh, the social guy that we have at like my work, yeah. Oscar, shout out Oscar, uh, is the quintessential, like I look to him to tell me whether something's cool or not. Mm -hmm. And he's very good at just finding ways to say things that would otherwise be diet vanilla boring and making them like, of all things, the way that he like positioned that T-Pain thing, Cheesecake Factory got in their live and was just like talking back and forth with Oscar. Why? I don't know. But that's because <laughs> he just did what he does. Right. And that's what 21st century brands do now. Yeah, 100%. Cheesecake Factory decides at, at two o'clock in the afternoon, let's start shit posting with a crypto company. Oh my God, Duolingo owns TikTok. Duolingo? Duolingo. Really? Yeah, owns TikTok. They are the top corporate brand account on TikTok. They absolutely crush. I'm always shocked at how well content that I'm like, interested in and like my nerdiest level performs on TikTok. We're talking about like some of the most niche, weird, specific, you like, what in the fuck? There are 200, uh, there are 300,000 people who have watched this that are not me that found this interesting. Wild. Ooh, there's a community for everyone. There is. There's a community for everybody, uh, without question. You know what's on my um my my algorithm this week? This should be a segment. Detox. This should be a this should be a segment of uh <laughs> of the pod. So what's on my TikTok algorithm this week? Um, one smutty book talk. Okay, is is a big thing. Um, smutty book talk. I do think. I'm sorry, I'm tangent. Go ahead. I think that there needs to be a lot more options mm -hmm. for adult content mm -hmm. targeted not at dudes. I mean, there's, there's, um, I mean, we've, we've worked with a few of them. I know, but I think there's a few more. Like smutty, smutty audio. I just think that there's a level of, of euphoria that can be reached. Wow. But it needs to be targeted at people who don't just like the same fucking thing. Okay. That's all. Okay. That's my, that's my small little rampage. I, I, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. What's your WikiFeed score look like? Uh <laughs> That was just one big long, that was a big like Wikipeed setup. I see, yeah. I see. Wikipeed setup. Wikipeed setup. It's adorable. Um, oh, there should be Wikifeet for dogs. Wikipeeds. Oh, so we call, we call Moose's paws Pete's because it's a feet and a paw. Yeah. It makes a Pete. Pete. And yeah. so it's a, it's a Pete. Yeah. Um, so also on my talk is uh, Halloween talk. Okay. It's coming up. What kind of- um, I sometimes actually have, this is another recurring dream is that I'm stressed about what I'm gonna be for Halloween. Okay. So what are you planning to be for Halloween? <laughs> um, I don't know, I, but I did start a saved collection of different Halloween talks. What type of, what type of salute are you gonna be? Um, I don't know. I love Halloween. It's so fun. How naked are you gonna be? It's up as naked <laughs> as possible. Literally as naked as possible. I love that. That's great. I, um, I, I think that I have- just like PTSD from how many Halloween costume videos I used to have to make and were expected of me in past DIY I days. I zero. 
Oh my me. God. I, I was expected at least 12 to 20 every single year. And it was exhausting. Listen, if you do two, that'd be great. And uh, yeah. Oh, I actually you know I only have one saved. Well, shit. What are you going to be? Do y'all coordinate ever? Uh, Literally, <laughs> Jeremy always says the best part of dating me. Actually, you know what? Every boyfriend has always said this. Is that the best part of dating me is that I just give yeah, you a Halloween costume. Way to take a compliment and then make it less cool. I think it's the best good. part about dating me. Well, everybody says this. Um, yeah, the, the whole the whole town, the whole community. Oh, fuck half of Canada. Anyway, um, yeah, it's it's a. Are you kidding me? That's a good feature that I come with as a girlfriend. It's one of the many. Yeah, one of the many that I think about every single day because it is always. But you never day. have to think about your Halloween costume. I get it. What were we last year? Did we do anything for Halloween? Oh, we were fucking Squid Games, but yours didn't come in time, so I made you that shirt. Yeah. Remember that had the Squid Games on it and said my costume didn't come in time. That's what we call a, it was like a, it was, it was almost as if like you, I didn't have Lord DIY for a girlfriend. Oh, I was so bad. And then three different Squid Game costumes showed up and like, yeah, anyone needs any Squid Game costumes, we probably threw them out, but still. I donated them, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so anyway. You know what, Lavia, on that note, we appreciate you tuning in for a very special Girlfriend Day edition of Wild Till Nine. Now that you've stopped, dropped, rolled, rated on Spotify and Apple, trying to get them Spotify ratings up. For all 19 people that are still here, I appreciate you. You are the real ones. Please tell Lauren just how sane and normal all her her dreams are in the comments <laughs> below. And get very ready for a guest next week. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. See you next week. Bye. Bye.